Hot is sitting on a firecracker. And suits so fine, they made Sinatra look like a hobo. It's a fantastic day for the United States of America. It's the Bill King Show. Call or text now. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Call us or send us a text on the WNSR text line. 615-844-5600. 615-844-5600. Call or text. Same number. Red 7. I don't know what Red 7 means. Brought to you by Omni Nashville Hotel. Fifth Avenue, downtown. Hot Rock! That's what we call a sack lunch! I do have are a very particular set of skills. Skills that make me a nightmare for people like you. Powersports.com with us. Post your gambling questions, football-related gambling questions. We'll pass them along during this hour we have. Brad Ole Miss just added two starting behemoth offensive linemen from Washington, part of the Joe Moore award-winning offensive line. To go along with Diego Pounds, left tackle from North Carolina, I know that offensive line isn't the quarterback position. They've got Jackson Dart, but I'm still amazed at the talent that they've been able to assemble. Yeah, I mean, certainly. Uh, And offensive line was a need. Uh, I thought their offensive line underperformed uh, a little bit last season, to say the least, for Ole Miss. So it was certainly something that they needed to address this offseason. I will say, I know Washington, the Joe Moore Award, I mean, I respect it and whatnot, but uh, we'll see. I I mean, obviously, I I thought Michigan's defensive line had their way with Washington's offensive line, to say the least. Uh, So we'll we'll, we'll see just how how good these guys are. But they certainly need some size. They've added that. Uh, at a position in need, and it's just you know <laughs> one and one of many that they've filled some gaps in, and as they continue to, uh, you know, basically we've said this a few times. I mean, they they're going all in to, to try and uh, try and win a national championship this year, Ole Miss. I know it's, we we normally don't say that, but uh, I think it's legitimate. I, I would think that they're going to start the season somewhere in the preseason top six, and uh, they'll probably be similar to that in my power rating. So uh, their team certainly. But uh, that's going to try to win a few playoff games at the very least. History has taught me millions of things, Brad. One lesson is when you're not from the hype conversation traditionally, you're not from a championship conversation traditionally, and then you get there based on attractiveness of their roster, Ole Miss, It's also, Brad, very difficult to live up to it, again, when that's not your history. Certainly. Uh, And we've also talked about this. Uh, 
we'll we'll see how high the expectations get. I mean, I I, I knew it was something that that raised my eyebrows when a guy that uh, you know a guy that I, I do a show with. I mean, he had already bet Ole Miss to win the national championship. This was like a month ago for this upcoming season, right? And was excited that he got twenty five to one. And to me, raised some eyebrows in the fact that a he made a bet like that. B was very you know happy that he did. With a team like Ole Miss, like you mentioned, you know, historically, just it's, you know, sometimes you, I, I've always said this, you, you got to learn how to cover before you learn how to win. Cover mainly means expectations, uh, how to handle them. Ole Miss has, this is going to be the highest preseason expectations probably in the history of Ole Miss football, or at least up there with, with, with one of the high-profile Hugh Freeze teams. So, uh, and Lane Kiffin's as a coach, although he's matured, I'd like to see how he handles it because he hasn't handled it well in the past, whether it be at uh, USC or even just basically coming off a conference championship at Port Atlantic after his first season didn't handle it well. So uh, there'll be some question marks in that regard. Now, schedule sets up very nicely. I mean, it certainly sets up for them to to be 6-0 as they they walk into Death Valley at LSU uh, there in the middle of October. Yeah, in October they begin – with williams Price Stadium in Columbia, South Carolina. The week before that, they host Kentucky, which is a, a solid program. And then you're right. They go to Baton Rouge on the 12th of October. They get Oklahoma at home. They go to uh, Arkansas. They get Georgia at home. They have to go to Hogtown, take on Florida, and then the Egg Bowl. It's, it's certainly nothing easy, but you're right. That is a very... Um, fortuitous pathway. Yeah, expectation is that they'll probably be favored in, in a minimum 10 games. Uh, dogs yeah. would be bad LSU and home against Georgia. And here, here's the thing. I mean, the beauty, at least for Ole Miss, a 12-team playoff, I mean, 10-2, and two, they'd say they even lose those two games at LSU and Georgia. they probably still make the playoff. And uh, by the expectations, and I think these are realistic, it's playoff or bust for Ole Miss. Uh, I, I think the national championship stuff might might be a little out of reach, but it would be an extremely disappointing season, I would think, if Ole Miss doesn't make the, the, the 12-team playoff. Brad, I think you and I touched on this a little bit, but if we were just late January, lots of fluctuation could occur. But if we were ranking the league 2024, based on what we see today, portal comes back open in April, 15 days, who knows, right? I'd go Georgia 1, Texas 2. I'd go Ole Miss 3, Probabama 4, at least for now, at least for now. And then after that, and your list could be completely different here coming up, Brad, but after that, I think it's highly debatable. I mean, you could put Oklahoma there. You could put Tennessee there. You could put LSU there, five, six, seven. I'm probably – where would you put A&M? I mean, that's where it gets really interesting. Yeah, I don't think you're too far off. I mean, I'll see how Alabama shakes out here. But, uh, you know, there's certainly a lot more uncertainty in Tuscaloosa than some of the other programs. So, yeah, from a power ratings aspect, yeah, George is certainly going to be one, Texas – Probably two, Ole Miss three, yeah, Bama four. I, I don't disagree with any of those. And you're right, after that, uh, it gets a little dicey. Uh, Oklahoma's and, you know, LSU, I think, uh, would, would be my, I mean, I I think LSU's in the mix even for the top four, to be honest with you. So 
LSU be in the mix there. Oklahoma's in the mix. Missouri, uh, off their great season. Uh, but it's tough league. I mean, A&M, we'll see if they can continue to add stuff in the portal. Tennessee's in that mix. I mean, every team that I mentioned so far uh, are right now looking to be in the top 20 in my power rating. So, I mean, SEC is going to be you know, almost half of the, the top 20. Tweet I got earlier, and I apologize because I don't remember who it was. That's on me. But it was something to the effect of, yes, Texas looks very well off entering the SEC, but what they are not ready for is the ruggedness that the SEC is compared to their former neighborhood, the Big 12. Is that something that maybe we are not acknowledging enough? Yeah, I'm a little concerned. I mean, they lose their two big boys up front at defensive tackle. We'll see that, you know, how they can replace them. A little concerned. I mean, I thought Washington handled them a lot more good. I mean, obviously Washington was an underdog, but I thought Washington had the ability to win that game by double digits against Texas. That, that, that concerned me. And then you flip on and watch Washington get 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 controlled by Michigan. Now, that would concern me by if I'm Texas. Uh schedule isn't all look, it's certainly a lot more difficult than the Big Twelve. But it's not like overwhelming this year's schedule of the as far as uh, what they got on the docket. They get Georgia at home, uh, you know, at A and M. But other than that, I mean, they're better than Kentucky. They're better than Arkansas. They're better than Florida, Vanderbilt, Mississippi State at home. I uh, I thought they got rather fortuitous uh, first-season schedule as far as the SEC. So, again, Texas would be another team. Uh, do I think they're a national championship caliber team this year? No, uh, but, but but are they uh, a team that absolutely should be in the playoff? And if they're not, it, it would be considered a very disappointing season. Yeah, I grouped them in that mix. That It's playoff or bust. Brad, I think the SEC meetings – this summer are in Dallas, which is a nice little gift to the incoming team from the ATX. Thanks. So. Yeah, uh, <laughs> certainly. Uh, you know, I've I personally never been to Dallas, so I, I can't tell you, uh, you know, how, how great the city is or, or, or if it isn't. But uh, yeah, they've thrown a few bones Texas's way, and probably should. I mean, Texas is a, a blue blood brand, uh, a lot of money behind Texas. We'll see. If they can capitalize off of making the playoffs last year. Ken from Middle Georgia, and I mentioned this earlier, but I wanted to throw this at you and ask if you have thought of this. Because I had. I'd be lying. Ken says, you know how Georgia gets criticism when they play at Mercedes-Benz in a SEC championship or the playoffs? He goes, they could play there four, year, uh, four times this year. The Clemson game, the opener. The SEC championship game. A quarterfinal game, Peach Bowl, and the national championship game. Four times it's possible they play in Atlanta this year. Oh, wow. Yeah. How about that? <laughs> yeah. Certainly an edge there. And, and, you know, when it comes to, to actionable advice, I mean, if you're not in any of those games, if you're not giving Georgia at least a point for home field uh, familiarity with the venue, obviously they'll have the crowd edge. I think you're doing yourself a disservice. It's worth at least a point. Brad? I know that you say quarterback can move a line if there's a change or something, or maybe the center if it's a key center. Yet last week when you and I were talking, Buckeye defense was in really good shape. That night, that late afternoon, 
Caleb Downs wasn't going to Georgia. He's going to Ohio State. Did that move the needle for you at all, considering that's probably the best safety in college football? Yeah, maybe a half point or so. I know it doesn't sound like much, but, yeah, I mean, safety you don't think, you know, most valuable player uh, as far as, obviously, the point spread. But, yeah, I mean, he's good enough. First-team All-American, half point, um, the the upgrade for Ohio State. I, I think Ohio State has the best roster. I, my, I'm pumping the brakes only because I got to see the quarterbacks this spring. I don't think they have uh, an elite quarterback. Will they need it? I don't. I mean, it's to be determined. I mean, Georgia didn't need it when they had Stetson Bennett. Uh, the, the roster was that good. But but I'm here to tell you, I'm not even sure Ohio State has even a Stetson Bennett uh, on as far as a quarterback for this year. So that that's the only thing preventing me from having Ohio State number one of my power ratings. I'm going to have Georgia number one. Do you think Ohio State's roster, though, either 1 through 22 or 1 through 50 is better than Georgia's? I mean, it's it's more experience. Yeah, yeah, Georgia's more talented, and we can talk further on on that uh, after the break. More Brad as we continue. Brad Powers, bradpowersports.com. Good morning. Cleanup continues on a crash. It happened a little bit earlier, but it's still up there on 24 westbound before you get to White's Creek Pike there in the Jolton area. Still just dragging along down that northern part of Robertson County again. Here we go on 65 southbound there at the Portland exit. That's really got traffic backed up again all the way into Kentucky on 65 southbound there in Robertson County this morning. Hey, Prince's Hot Chicken has you covered for all your playoff games uh, with catering. Check them out online. That menu's on there at princesshotchicken.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. And now for today's winning Cash 3 and Cash 4 numbers from the Tennessee Lottery. The first number is... The number you just thought of. The second number is... The number you would have picked. The third number is... The day of your wedding anniversary. And the fourth number... They're only lucky numbers if you decide to play them. Cash 3 and Cash 4, only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. It seems like everywhere you look right now, someone is sick. This year, prepare your family for airborne invaders like bacteria, pollen, and yes, germs with Navage Nasal Care. Navage flushes ultra-pure, refreshing saline in one nostril, around the back of the nose, and out of the other nostril. Navage sucks out viruses, dust, and other airborne particles, all the stuff that gets trapped in your nose making you miserable. Don't get caught empty-handed this winter. Get Navage, the drug-free solution that helps you breathe easier, sleep better, and feel healthier. Even better, Navage is HSA, FSA eligible. So Navage is a great way to spend those funds before they expire. Don't wait a minute longer. Buy Navage today and you'll breathe easier knowing you're putting your funds to good use. Navage is available online at navage.com or Walmart, Walgreens, CVS, and Rite Aid. Navage, N-A-V-A-G-E. Clean nose, healthy life. 
When was the last time you did something fun with family, friends, co-workers, and clients? What if I told you about a place under one roof that offers affordable entertainment for all ages? That's what you'll find at Strike and Spare Family Fun Centers in Donaldson, Hermitage, Tusculum, Hendersonville, and Murfreesboro with bowling, games, food, drink, and entertainment for all ages. Enjoy an enhanced experience in Hendersonville or Murfreesboro where they feature additional fun with bumper cars, laser tag, roller skating, and more. All locations are open seven days a week, including holidays. Visit online at strikeandspare.com. Strike and Spare, where fun is bowling. It's the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. We're all signed up for a new class called Analytics. We're going to have to learn these terms because it's not only going to be the head coach, it's going to trickle down through his staff. They're going to start using these terms, and that's not a horrible thing. Welcome to 2024. Things are going to be a whole lot different around here when it comes to Titans football. Sound very different. Will it look different? That's the plan. The McFarlane Show with Darren and Justin on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. King is the mother twelfth data point of college football. Powers on Fridays. Brad, you were just talking about the talent example between Georgia and Ohio State. The similarity, perhaps. Yeah, I mean, obviously, Ohio State's made more moves uh, this offseason as far as collecting talent in the portal, and they've had a lot of key guys decide to come back. But, I mean, I go back to even last year's recruiting class. I mean, I know Georgia's behind Alabama, but, man, I – that's not what I saw, and not only last year's spring game, but, but throughout the season. And then, you know, I, I know a lot of people probably turned the TV off uh, <laughs> at halftime or maybe even earlier than that in the bowl game against Florida State. But when I mean, you watch that second half, a lot of those true freshmen were playing and playing well for Georgia. They're going to be sophomores. And then they welcome in another number one class this year. I don't know. There's something to me. Uh, I kind of like the continuity of Georgia. They, they haven't needed to, to, to go portal heavy, uh, you know, Michigan just filled in the gaps at key positions. The Michigan team that's had success against the Buckeye team the last three years, I, 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 I'm pretty comfortable still having Georgia number one in my power ranks. And then, I mean, the guy that drives the wheel, Carson Beck, I, I just think's way better than anything Ohio State has at the most important position that, that has the most impact as far as a, power, a team's power rating. Yeah, they've got the number one class, recruiting class, and – in the portal, bringing in Trevor Etienne is absolutely an upgraded running back. I, I mean, I didn't mind Edwards and Milton too bad much. I, mean, I didn't either. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, that that goes from a question mark to you got your question answered. I, I don't know if I'm gonna, you know, oh okay, upgrade that position significantly, but. Uh, it's probably going to be flat for me as far as when I'm doing an up-down on each position group uh, in the offseason. Did you watch – I know Vanderbilt's difficult, but London Humphreys is from right here, transferred, and this is weeks ago. But do you think he's an impact-type player for them? 
Yeah, I mean, he could be a, a Lad McConkey type, uh, and yeah. he was one of the very few players. I mean, I as I watched film throughout the course of the season and whatnot, I mean, I, I circled players. Obviously, I didn't uh, at least catch my eye, uh, you know, making multiple plays in, in a particular game. He was one of the very few players I circled for Vanderbilt and uh, off to Georgia. So, uh, yeah, I, I think he can be coming in and uh, be a starter, right, to be honest with you. I, I think that was a, a, a sneaky uh, – Pick up for, for the Bulldogs. Jeff, two right here in the 615. Ask Brad regarding next year's 12-team playoff. Are there any teams that he feels that could be in that nobody is talking about yet? Probably too early for me to get to that point. I, I mean, I'm guessing it's going to come from probably the Big 12 since it's such a wide-open conference. Uh, I mean, anybody, the, the, any five, six teams could, could uh, you know, win that conference and obviously get in, and we'll see if they get in multiple bits from that conference. And the other one would be a little bit of an unknown. Is obviously you're going to get a group of five champion in there. Uh, maybe there'll be some value in finding someone that can win their conference. Right now, it's just so early. I mean, I'm going to be boring. It's going to be you know Georgia, Oregon, Ohio State, Texas, Notre Dame, Ole Miss, Penn State's probably, in my opinion, not getting enough talked about enough. Uh, the, the, those are pretty much, as far as I'm concerned, probably the, the more of the slam dunks right now. I was thinking about what we did with the SEC, just one through four, five, six, whatever. With the Big 12, and you've got Utah to consider. You have Arizona to consider. you got Colorado. You have Arizona State. You've got Kansas State. You've got Kansas. You've got TCU. You've got the teams that came in a year ago, like Central Florida. and I mean, that one, ranking that one is pulling hairs, man. Wow. Yeah, I'm going to – there's not much differentiating the teams right now. I mean, if I had to make a pick right now, I'd probably go Kansas State. Right. Uh, maybe Utah then. Uh, but just I'm going to – I need more info. I, I probably actually need to see probably some spring and get a better feel for it. But even then, uh, I'm going to say, you're going to hear me three, four months from now say that it's a, a wide-open conference. And it's a conference of kind of, if I get a sneaky suspicion that, hey, this team's going to be much better than expected, I mean, a team that, that, that hopefully I can get 20-1, to 30-1 to 1 to win the conference. Oh, or I, the market that I'm really hoping opens up this year is yes-no playoff-type market. Uh, what, what, you know, forget the national championship future odds because now there's a 12-team playoff. I'd like to bet, you know, TCU will they not will will they or will they not make the playoff? A West Virginia, an Iowa State, teams like that, and see if I can find some value on a team that can possibly make a run. So, uh, man, the Big Twelve wide open. I'll be I'll throw another one. I think the ACC is a little bit more wide open than expected. Obviously, you're going to have Florida State and Clemson at the top, but does Miami finally make a run? Uh, Louisville, I think, has done extremely well in the portal. I'm not sure that people realize how good SMU's roster is. Uh, they're they're going to be in the mix even in their first year of the ACC. NC State's pretty good, so even the ACC's pretty wide open. Royal Payne asks, does Brad think there could be some value early in the season on Bama lines due to a possible overreaction to Sable, uh, Sabin and also the portal news? Yeah, we're not there yet, though, so let that marinate uh, for a while here, uh, at least a few months. Uh, but 
I, I mean, I have bet against Alabama so far because I, I wanted to get out in front of the negativity. And plus, I mean, a lot of uncertainty. I mean, they did lose 30 players in the portal so far. I mean, that's that's a lot. and They're, they're not even close to 85 right now as far as the scholarships. So they have so much work to do in the next portal uh, that, that there's certainly more uncertainty than answers. But with that being said, I'll let the negativity continue uh, and – There'll probably be a point that'll become a buy point for me where I'll consider it to be too low where the buy side has got to come on. But I will say this. I bet under nine and a half wins already. because it's difficult. And I think Alabama's been fortunate to win as many games as they had the last three years, mainly Bryce Young for two years. And even last year, they were fortunate in a few games. So I'm not sure. Does that continue for Alabama to win the close games? I'm not sure, especially with a roster that's not going to be as deep this year, regardless of what they do. And then on top of it, uh, you know, I bet Georgia against them. Uh, I bet LSU against them. So I, I have three tickets anti-Alabama already. Nathan in Detroit says, guys, I know it's not a pro show. No, no, no. When Brad's here, pro betting is absolutely on the table. Brad Brad watches it. I do not. He says he wants to know about the AFC and NFC championship games. Your thoughts there, the numbers, et cetera. Yeah, Uh Lean towards Kansas City, uh, AFC Championship game. That, that's the game that I, I bet Kansas City already, although the line's moved against me a little bit. I'm a little concerned with that. Baltimore is now a four-point favorite. Do I think Baltimore is a better team? Yeah. Uh, if Baltimore plays an A game, do they win and probably cover? Yeah. I just, man, I trust. I mean, this is six straight AFC Championship games for Kansas City. I, they just, I have a more trust factor. They're, they're a more proven commodity than Lamar Jackson and Baltimore at this point. So anything with a plus sign, Kansas City. Uh, for me, and the other game, I, I did get in front of a line move here, and we've, we've seen it kind of move in that direction. San Francisco is the, the bet that I made there. Uh, I know Detroit's red hot. They're a good story. Dan Campbell covers as much uh, as far as the head coaches the last three years. Dan Campbell's the best ATS coach in the country. Uh, but I, I just they're, they're not in the friendly confines of Fort Field. Uh, another one where San Francisco is more the known commodity. I mean, this is their fourth NFC championship game in the last five years. Detroit hasn't been there in 30-plus years. Uh, I, I like the 49ers in that one to, to win comfortably. Brad, Michigan and their roster turnover and Coach Harbaugh officially gone. Sharon Moore probably named the head coach. There's a state law about posting a job, a state job that's got to be in effect for seven days. I'm not sure how all that works. It's state to state. But do you like the idea of Sharon Moore taking over, if indeed that is the case, and then the roster that's going to be completely different in 24? Yeah, I I think they – they're, they don't have many options. I mean, you think, oh, Michigan, you're defending national champion. You have a national search. I, I just, I don't know. If, I mean, how much do you want to get this roster if you went outside? Uh, I, I just, they're late to the party, to say the least. It's late January at this point. I think probably the smart decision uh, would be let's try to get, have as much continuity as we can. Uh, I, I mean, obviously the writing's on the wall. It's going to be Sharon Moore uh, as far as he, he's going to be the guy. Long term, do I think it's the, the short term? I think that's the move. Long term, no, I'd probably. I mean, I I, I would make the unpopular move and, and take my lumps this year and go out and have a, a big time national search uh, because I think Michigan's a big time job. So uh, 
if I was the AD and I had unlimited resources as far as what I could spend and what I could do, I would have a national search, but I don't think that's going to be the case. I mean, it's going to be Sharon Moore. They'll try to keep as much the roster together as possible, although they're already going to have a lot of attrition. I think uh, the last I checked that, I mean, most of the offense is gone as it is. We'll see. And Minter leaves with Harbaugh, which is what, what's widely rumored at this point. There, I don't care if Sharon Moore gets it or not. There's going to be a little bit more attrition on the defensive side. So uh, prospects of Michigan, uh, they're certainly not going to win the national championship this upcoming season. And I would make them an underdog to make the playoff, too, at this point. So if I'm talking, what, what are teams that are going to drop off the most as far as my power ratings from one season to the next? Michigan would probably head that list this year. I mean, they're, I maybe even a double-digit drop as far as a power rating. All right, I'm going to play Joe Sixpack, who has no business placing a line on a game, right? Ohio State in its current form versus Michigan in its current form. Buckeyes in that game in CBUS. But let's, let's go to Council Bluffs. We'll eliminate the home field. But it'd be Buckeyes 10? <laughs> that's why I'm Joe yeah, Sixpack, I mean, Brad. That's why, I'm, that's why they don't ask me to do this. No, I that's probably a fair number. Uh, you can bet that right now in that game. <laughs> and I, uh, you can lay six and a half with Ohio State. I, I laid less than that. I probably should have hindsight 2020, always going to be 2020, but uh, I, I bet the Buckeyes there. And uh, anything under a touchdown at this point, I think, is really good. So you've already bet it. Yep. Yep, I, I, I laid three and a half. Wow, that that, but you, but you're you can't get that right now, can you? You can't lay three and a half, but you can lay six and a half at FanDuel right now, and I still think that's right. good. Right, right. Wow, wow. <laughs> and that number is probably going to go up. I oh think. yeah, I mean, honestly, Bill, I think the line when we get to November it'll be double digits. Man, at least May fourteenth. Okay. While we're playing this crazy line question game, which you're used to, Georgia in its current form, Buckeyes. What would be the uh, Georgia, I'm going to go two. Yeah. They'd be a slight favorite, correct? Yeah, Georgia two. Yeah, that's uh, where I'm kind of at there. I mean, I, I don't know. I think people forget that, you know, Georgia, they had a kick hit the upright, I mean, against Alabama. Otherwise, they're going overtime there. And we're probably talking maybe Georgia three, you know, three time defending national champs. So I'm, I'm not. I just they're get, getting overlooked a little bit because uh, all the talk about the Buckeyes. I think that Georgia had probably back to having a little bit of a chip on their shoulder this year. Georgia dog down on the Emerald Coast says, guys, let's say Brian Kelly came to Michigan. He could actually improve the roster this year in the portal. Well, I don't. <laughs> I don't know if he, somebody's going to come in there and improve that roster that just left. Yeah, I mean, where the roster. I mean, even if Harbaugh was back, I mean, Michigan's going to was going to fall in the power rating. So I, sure. I mean, there's the, 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 there's already they were already going to have massive attrition as it was. So no, I uh, now do I think Brian Kelly would be a, a decent fit there? I do, uh, and if I was making. If I had unlimited resources, he'd be one of the calls I would make, even though I don't like Brian Kelly. But uh, obviously the, the, there's familiarity in that region, to say the least. 
Uh, but he, he would have been a call I would make uh, for that job if I was really opening it up. But, yeah, Michigan, I, I don't think people understand. that I was going to probably drop them in my power ranks three, four points, even if Harbaugh stayed. I mean, this is a team that uh, they were set up to make that run, and there was going to be a fall. It might be one of the reasons why he, he, he's deciding that to go to the NFL as it is, among many others. NCAA breathing down their neck. There's that. I mean, when does the NCAA rule against them? And is there some penalties there as far as scholarships? A lot of uncertainty with Michigan. And I, as of right now in, G- in late January, I, I, I'm going to be probably pretty pessimistic when it comes to them. 30-day window right now for Michigan players to get poached. They just don't have a lot to pluck like Alabama did, though, do they? Not, not. It's not the same. Agree. Defense is the one that, to worry about for Michigan because they, they do have quite a few of those guys coming back, like a Will Johnson, Mason Graham. I mean, those are first-team All-American types that uh, we'll see if they can hang on to them. Uh, if they don't, then Michigan – I mean, we could be talking Michigan 7-5, and 8-4 and four next year. That's how big the drop-off is could be. More Brad as we continue. Omni Nashville Hotel. Good morning. There's still a couple of accidents out here in the clearing stages, like that one, 24 westbound near uh, the uh, Jolton exit. It's looking better up through there going eastbound. That was just a lot of rubbernecking. It is still very slow on 65 southbound up there at the Portland exit where they're still doing some work. That's really slowing down that traffic flow right now on 65 southbound coming in from Kentucky into Tennessee in that northern part of Robertson County. It's just been a mess all morning long, all week long, actually. Hey, Princess Hot Chicken has you covered for all the playoff games with catering. Check them out online. You can order at princesshotchicken.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. And now, Keep It Clean Tree Service is reminding Americans to show support to the brave men and women who serve in our U.S. military. Please visit USO.org and locate Military Care Package to see how you could make a difference today. This message is brought to you by Keep It Clean Tree Service. For tree trimming, tree removal, stump removal, grinding, and site management, beautify your property with Keep It Clean Tree Service. Give the pros a call today at 615-480-0029, 615-480-0029, or visit KeepItCleanSolutions.com. That's Keep It Clean Tree Service, proudly saluting our troops and veterans. They're professionals who care. Start the new year off with a bang of big savings during the Omaha Steaks end-of-season event. You can stock up on all your favorites and get 50% off site-wide. That's 50% off incredible steaks like their legendary Butcher's Cut Filet Mignon or sink your teeth into their memorable Butcher's Cut Top Sirloin. Just go to omahasteaks.com. Plus, when you use code QUALITY at checkout, you'll get an extra $30 off your order. From perfectly aged tender steaks to juicy burgers, decadent desserts, and classic comfort meals, 
Every bite is guaranteed perfect. For a limited time, get 50% off site-wide. Plus, save an extra $30 when you use promo code QUALITY at checkout. Start the new year off right and warm up your winter with tender steaks and hearty home-cooked favorites from Omaha Steaks. All 50% off with their end-of-season event. Make sure to enter the promo code QUALITY at checkout to get that extra $30 off your order. Minimum purchase may apply. Omaha Steaks, America's original butcher. With 13 locations nationally, including Smyrna, Star Leasing Company is a semi-trailer one-stop shop and the perfect place to build a career as a semi-trailer mechanic. Seeking candidates with all levels of experience, Star Leasing Company has a semi-trailer technician trainee program with sign-on and quarterly bonuses and other opportunities such as $1,000 for having a yearly physical. Package also includes 401k with company match, health, dental, and vision insurance, competitive pay with weekly paychecks, and paid holidays and time off. Star Leasing Company, not your typical semi-trailer leasing company. It's StarLeasing.com to learn more. The TSU men's basketball squad came through a challenging non-conference schedule with a winning record and now turned their attention to Ohio Valley Conference play. The Tigers kicked off a run of 18 league games over a nine-week period through February, leading the OVC Championships part 6th to the ninth at the Ford Center in Evansville. And part of that, nine league home games at the Gentry Center. Hello, this is Greg Polk inviting you to join longtime TSU broadcaster Albert Dawson and me on all the games this season right here on National Sports Radio. doesn't know everything about college football Mm, yeah he does it's the bill king show all right i've had a lot of people hit me up with this one brad news on Thursday, former LSU receiver Kayshawn Butte charged with illegal online gambling, placed over 8,900 bets, including some on LSU when he was still there. Is that why he was so inconsistent and looked so out of touch? And Brian Kelly could never, Brian Kelly could never connect with him? Was that the problem? Uh, I think one of several. I mean, there's a lot of issues with them uh, on and off the field. Uh, right. Yeah, I mean, with his eligibility, I mean, obviously, if he was still a player, I mean, he would immediately say he's off the, he's off the team type of thing. But obviously, he you know, wasn't even on the team last year. So I, I don't know what kind of impact it'll have. I mean, it might have to have LSU forfeit in games. I mean, but, but, I mean, that's really nothing at that point. Uh, I, I'll, the biggest takeaway was, I mean, they usually say hey, those are rookie numbers. Those weren't rookie numbers when you're making 20 bets every single day, every day for, for a year. <laughs> 9,000 bets is, uh, I, I would consider, that's a lot of time uh, to, to be doing that. Yeah, I mean, that, that's some remarkable consistency. That, that's literally as many bets as, like, a professional better would make, 9,000 9, bets in a year. Kids on campus bet like crazy now because they can get these apps. 
Yeah. I had a I had a kid tell well, they're me catered to him. I mean, the the, the marketing catered to him. Correct. I had a guy. Uh, he's twenty two. He said, and he was laughing about it. He said, I passed out drunk, got up the next morning, did not know I'd made a parlay bet, and I saw $300 in my account. Now, of course, that's that's the good story. There's probably a whole lot more bad. But he said, I had no idea I bet the thing. I mean, that's what, <laughs> that's what you have access to, right? <laughs> yep. Uh, as long as there's not. I don't really even have – I mean, I don't even have a problem with the – I mean, college football players shouldn't be betting, but if they are, if they're not betting on their on their games and they're not throwing their games, I, I don't – my stance is I don't, I don't have a problem with it. But uh, it is a problem. I, it's a story. We'll, we'll see more and more of these stories popping up, I can tell you that. Oh, I – there's no way to track it, right? So, I mean, these kids, these kids are betting left and right, I bet, that, that we don't well, think – mean, if they're smart about it, there's no way to track it. But the, the problem is these kids aren't very smart. So I mean, they, they, I mean, if they're not smart about it, they, they'll get you know found. Right. It's like that Alabama baseball story uh, that the, the kid, the the coach up in Cincinnati or the the AAU coach, whatever the baseball guy was. I mean, that that was crazy. That was absolutely nuts. No telling. And that's that's a baseball. Bet which Brad is very few and far between when it comes to college baseball. Amazing. And re, I mean, among other things, the reason that was caught is irregularities. I mean, a lot right. more money being bet on something uh, is going to raise some suspicion. So, uh, yeah, I mean, if the, the kids are just betting their five dollar power lays, I mean, I don't see a problem with it to be honest with you at all. Uh, even if it includes a game, I mean, if they're and you go, oh, I'm going to bet on my team this week, LSU part of a ten team parlay. Who cares? I, I mean, I, honestly, but and five ten bucks. Uh, but but when you're getting into five figures and six figures, that's going to raise some suspicion, to say the least. I don't care who you are. Brad, we'll let you head on into your weekend out there in Vegas. Tell everybody how they can get all your info. Yep. Um, up new this week, uh, 2024 packages. Yeah, I'm already thinking about 2024. Uh, if you're interested in the preview, uh, you can check that out. You're going to go to bradpowersports.com, click on the Bill King tab. Either you can look at the preview that will be out in July or if you want the weekly issue for this upcoming season, they're both available to purchase now for 2024 at discounted prices. Bradpowersports.com, Bill King tab, top of the page. All right, man. See you next week. All right. Take care, Bill. Brad Powers, Brad Power Sports. With us each and every Friday does a fantastic job. We will have many weeks, many months to comb through the landscape of God's sport. If you're just checking in, you're new to the show, God's sport is college football. I uh, announced that about 20 years ago. That's not new. And... We will have plenty of time to look through these rosters. Yes, January opinions are fun. About a season nine months away, eight months away, whatever it is. Always keep in mind that through these months, with rosters and changes, another portal coming up in April, two weeks of that, 15 days of that, 
that what you think you might see in January, February, March, April might not be exactly what you're going to get when you see those teams actually play a game. And I don't mean a spring game. I mean a real game. That's the fun part. I love when the season starts, the playing portion, and I'm watching these teams, and I'm, I'm, I've got all these emotions. But the one that usually wins is the game I play mentally of. Here's what I saw. Here's what I thought I saw, and here's what I'm seeing. And sometimes they match, and sometimes you're surprised. That's fun. I love that game. That mental game. Coming right back. Miami Nashville Hotel. Good morning. There's still a couple of accidents out here in the clearing stages, like that one, 24 westbound near uh, the uh, Jolton exit. It's looking better up through there going eastbound. That was just a lot of rubbernecking. It is still very slow on 65 southbound up there at the Portland exit where they're still doing some work. That's really slowing down that traffic flow right now on 65 southbound coming in from Kentucky into Tennessee in that northern part of Robertson County. has just been a mess all morning long, all week long, actually. Hey, Princess Hot Chicken has you covered for all the playoff games with catering. Check them out online. You can order at princesshotchicken.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. In a single moment, everything can change. When a player's sudden cardiac event brought a national football game to a halt, it shone a spotlight on the importance of CPR readiness. Now, with youth sports in full swing, the American Heart Association is rallying parents and coaches to be ready in an emergency. To be ready, learn hands-only CPR. It's a skill anyone can learn in minutes. Visit heart.org slash handsonlycpr and become a lifesaver today. We all know that natural life can get hectic. In the middle of all the madness that is life, don't forget to take care of yourself. Treat yourself to Nashville's ultimate relaxation experience at Mokara Spa at the Omni Nashville Hotel. With services for men and women, Mokara Spa at the Omni Nashville Hotel is your one-stop shop for full body treatment. Begin your experience in the exquisite relaxation room, then enjoy a full body treatment or even a couple's massage before finishing in the salon. Located on the fourth floor of the Omni Nashville Hotel, Mokara Spa is Nashville's highest quality self-care oasis. To book your experience or gain information on packages, call Mokara Spa today at 615-761-3600. Again, 615-761-3600. Or log on to theomnihotel.com. And with every booking, you'll have free valet parking and rooftop pool access to enjoy the Music City skyline. And through Labor Day, enjoy the fourth floor spa terrace for only $20. Mokara Spa at the Omni Nashville Hotel, 5th Avenue, downtown at Edwin Watts Golf Shops by Worldwide Golf. 
there's something that binds us all. The collective goal to transcend the ordinary. Introducing the new Callaway AI Smoke Driver. The new AI Design Club has multiple sweet spots across the face, making it an average of seven yards longer than the prior model. Visit us in store for a free custom fitting at your local Edwin Watts Golf Shops or shop us online at WorldWideGolf.com. Get there. Hey, it's John Burton from News Channel 5 and the Greg Bogan John Burton Show. And I'm former All-Pro linebacker for the Tennessee Titans, also known as Mr. Monday Night, Keith Bullock. And I'm Patton Cook. We're inviting you to join us every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 for What's Good with KB and JB, the podcast show. All live on Nashville Sports Radio and all streaming platforms. We talk Titans. We talk SEC football. We talk NBA. We talk everything. And we also get a little petty from time to time. Make sure you join us. Bill King is the mother twelfth data point of college football. You are listening to the Bill King Show, the only college football radio show proven to make you smarter about college football. Finishing up a fun week on this show. You can always stay in touch by virtue of Twitter or X or whatever we're calling it, at Bill is King. You can email the show, BillIsKing7 at gmail.com. You can always call the show. Guesting had a very good week. Guest, knock it out of the park. Knock it out of the freaking park. Absolutely love it. I am... I'll say enjoying a little bit of college basketball. I watch a couple games a week. Have a couple games a week on. And as we get on down into February, March, etc., it gets more interesting. Baseball, college baseball three weeks away, precisely. And I am very excited about that. Friday, three weeks from today, I will start watching college baseball. Have so much fun with it. Yeah, have tons of fun with it. Love to look at the rosters. I don't have any kind of history or depth like I do with college football. Not even close. I could study it from today to the end of time and not have the knowledge I have when it comes to the college football world. Just love it, but I love it. I picked it up a few years ago, just just eat it up. Five-star Terry Bussey will be at Georgia this weekend. That's right. He's going to visit A&M and LSU. He's the five-star everybody wants. Georgia's got the number one ranked recruiting class. 
as we sit here. I don't think that's going to change as far as the number is concerned. I don't remember. Georgia doesn't need a real super attractive transfer portal ranking. That, that's, that's something they will supplement with, but they don't need some grand slam hitting class. They, they bring that in from the high school ranks and develop them up like that. Names like K.J. Bolden. Names like Ellis Robinson the Fourth, Chris Cole, Daniel Calhoun, Jordan Thomas, Justin Williams, linebacker they got, outside linebacker they got out of Texas. That's how they keep and maintain their superpowerdom. That's how they do it. With, with names like that. And that's the way Alabama has done it. Now, we will see, and Jonathan and Ocean Springs, Mississippi brought it up earlier. Are they going to be a top two to three, top five type recruiting program, or are they going to be top ten? And you know what? Even though I'm a big proponent of the star system and stars and how much they matter, I don't think the the – Nuance of, well, if you're two, you're better than number nine. If you're seven, you're better than 12. But, you're, you know, I, I don't get into that part of it because it's not that accurate. There's also a big portion of the entire equation, which is what does your head coach and the staff do with it when you get it? I think... To date, Kalen DeBoer has proven he knows what to do with it, right? So whether Alabama's ranked 1 or 2 or 9 or 11, I'm not real worried about. It's what you do. It's how you select and what you do with it. That's more important than is it 2 or 3 or is it really 6 or is it, frankly, is it number 11? I'm not worried about that part. I worry about, with anybody, when you get them, how are they allocated? How do they perform? How do you decide and measure how they best fit your team? How are they put in their best position to contribute, not only for the team, but then for their future as an individual player on Sundays? All of that is a... Part of the equation that is most vital. It's very important to get dudes, but what you do with them and this notion that just get dudes, chuck them at a roster, and that'll take care of itself has been a hundred-year lie. And it continues to be espoused as a lie. It's not true. That's the most important part. So I'm not real worried about Alabama's 1, 2, 9, 11, whatever it is. I think the coach that they have will probably get them turned around. I think this year could be a little choppy. Could be. Yeah, could be. Market, speaking of choppy, market a little choppy right now. Yeah, keep your eye on the um, on the chips like NVIDIA and AMD. AMD 
has their market release on Monday, right after the close. Guide up that thing could run hard. That's that's it. Keep an eye on the chips there. Flash pop. AM 95.9 FM and 